Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. All right, well, here we go again. It is episode 30 of That's How I Roll. Yes, I'm Jeremiah Isley. I'm your host today. And once again, riding shotgun with me virtually because two people can't ride shotgun. Because, you know, like seatbelt laws and things like that. It's, (laughs) (laughs) It's Xavier and Cooper. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah, so uh, we are officially on Christmas break. It's not Woo-hoo! not just a snow day today. Yes. We are out of school for the next two weeks and one day. Right? Right. Yep. So we thought, let's do this. Let's do another, uh, let's do another awesome podcast. podcast with the boys. And we've got some awesome stuff to talk about. But first of all, this is episode 30, and we are recording on December 19th, and you know what it means when it's an even, it's not an even number. There's lots There's of even numbers. Zero it's a digits. zero episode, which means it's time to turn this car around. <laughs> so here we go. Um So there was a period of time there where I kind of took this long hiatus over the summer and everything because we were moving. So instead of going all the way back to episode 21 and kind of recapping that and moving it forward, um, I'm just going to start back at episode 25. So what it it means when I say we're going to turn the car around, I'm kind of resetting the table for everybody who may not have the time to go all the way back to episode one and listen through the last 30 episodes. This is kind of a jumping off point. So the podcast is That's How I Roll. It used to be called My Drive. I changed it to That's How I Roll. And it is now That's How I Roll. It's a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. So it's not just about board games. I like to talk about board games. I love board games. But sometimes we talk about other things as well. And that is really the the point behind this is that board games to me are more about getting people around the table and interacting as people and having community instead of just the game itself. So we'll talk about the games, we'll have fun talking about games, and I love the games, but I love the interaction that takes place around the table instead of just on the table. So... Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna go back to episode twenty-five. Episode twenty-five was kind of our our welcome back, and it. I talked about the crazy summer we had. We had a pretty crazy summer, guys. Yes, right? Yes, we did. So very crazy. We, <laughs> very, 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 very crazy. Very crazy. We moved. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Which was yeah. insane. We we packed up our whole house that we lived in. For all of your guys' lives. Yes. Yeah. Right? Pro- and, and more. And more. Yeah. And we brought everything over to our new house. And oh, by the way, we had to fix up this house entirely. Right. Like, yeah. This was like almost like completely gutted. Yeah. yeah. And so what was it like when we kind of moved in and you were like, oh no, there's no floor. It was... Uh, Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
It's been very awesome because we have, now we have a lot of room. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, maybe not so much in the house. Not in the house, but outside we have like two acres. So. Yeah. So what did we do over Thanksgiving? Because we had, we had, had this big bowl. space. We had a turkey bowl. What, what's the turkey bowl? What's that? Football game. Football game. game. Yes. Yep. So we had a lot of fun with that. And um, it's been a crazy year, but all in all, it's been a really good year. All right. So episode 26 uh, my good friend Brian Drake joined the show, and we talked about magic. You guys like magic, right? Yes. Yes, Cooper. I have a magic kit. Yep. yep. So you have a magic kit, and what is your what's your magician name? The Great Coupini. The Great Coupini. <laughs> um. So Brian Drake came on the show. We talked a little bit about magic, and we also talked about a game called Mansions of Madness, which you guys that have so- not played. That sounds fun, though. It is fun, but you're gonna have to be a little older before you can okay. play it because it's kind of scary. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Deal. 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 All right. So episode 27 uh, was titled "Take Your Kids to the Theater." And I talked about how we do a school show for Nutcracker, and it's really early in the morning, but it's really fun because of all the kids that are there. They have a great time, and they laugh, and they clap, and they cheer. Now, we take you guys to live theater all the time, right? Yeah, every year. Every year. Well, more than that. Yeah, Yeah, like four times a year. At least, right? At least, yeah. Yeah. Maybe five. And what do you guys think of going to see live theater? It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. What's your favorite part about going to see live theater? I like it that, like, it's not, like, all, like, animated or anything. So, like, you know that they're just doing it live and they're doing it without, like, going through a bunch of computer editing or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it all just happens right there in front of you, right? Yep. If you think something, like... If you think something like couldn't happen, you know it's just like it's not computer doing it. It's yep. Right, it's, it's them doing it in front of you. Right, and because they practiced not. a whole lot and, and they worked on it really hard. Yep. And you get to see what happens. Cool. So, yep. do you agree? Do you think people should take their kids to the theater? Yes. What do you think, Cooper? Yes. All right. So episode 27, or I'm sorry, 28, I had Michael Coe of Gameland Games on the show, and we talked about all the tiny epic games, we talked a little bit about Dungeon Heroes, we talked about... Oh, uh, Dungeon Heroes. Yeah, you guys like, yeah. we talked about that last episode, right? Yeah, yeah. we talked about that one. One of you guys' favorite two-player games. And yep. uh, so we had a good time. He's got a lot of new games coming out, and it's really exciting for Oh, that's for really them. cool. Yeah. Because cool. we like most of his games. We right? do, yes. we do. Uh, you guys have played. Have you guys played Tiny Epic Galaxies. I uh, think I think we played uh, Tiny Epic Kingdom. Yes. Yes, we played that. I don't think we played think, Tiny Epic Galaxies. I think uh, we didn't play that. I think we played Tiny Epic Heroes. No, we played. Tiny, yes, Tiny, Tiny Epic Defenders. Yes, that's, that's, that's the one. The we one. Played. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Coop. I was trying to remember what one we played. So yeah, we played that. 
Uh, yeah. I think you guys would have fun with galaxies too. That's okay. a, a dice uh, roll. Maybe we can maybe we can try that afterwards. Maybe we'll, we got all Christmas break to play lots right. of games, and we'll put that one yeah. on the list. Yep. Right. Yep. Let's see if I can find the box it's in right now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and then our last episode was our snow day episode, and we talked about two-player games, games. which we just yes. mentioned. Right. Yeah. And we talked about. Christmas list, list and favorite snow day activities. And Cooper wants a iPhone. <laughs> Cooper, if you get an iPhone for Christmas, that is proof that Santa Claus really does exist. Because <laughs> mommy and daddy aren't getting you that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. All right, so today's topic for thought and conversation is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yep. All right, so we saw it yesterday. Yes, and it was very awesome. It was very awesome. What... What are your initial thoughts? Tell me what was so awesome about it. Just the storyline. Like, yeah. it was kind of hard to follow at first because it yes. kept on going back and then forward and back and forward. And then, like, you, when it started, like, just staying in one spot, then you could really follow it. Yeah. But yeah. What did you think, Coop? I really liked it because the characters were pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And the storyline was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, huh? Yes. It's something that we've always known happened. We yes. didn't know how. But you never knew the story of how. And we got to find that out. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about just some of the characters. And we have a list of them pulled up here. So let's just start at the top. With, she's kind of the main character of yes. the movie. Yeah. Even though a lot of the characters are kind of the main characters. Yeah, there's just like five ones that are main. Yeah, so uh, first, before we go too far, let's just say, spoiler alert, we're going to... Spoiler alert, spoiler <laughs> alert. We're going to spill all, all the, the beans, beans. <laughs> about the movie, okay? They steal the Death Star plans and everyone... Everyone... What? Dies. Everyone dies? Dies. No. Yes, except, except for the people who are in episode four, five, six, and seven. Who except are Princess Leia? Yes. C three PO. Yes. R two. Yes. Mama. Yes. Grimoff Tarkin. Grimoff Tarkin. And who the biggest baddest? Darth Vader. Yeah. So all right, so let's start. Uh, with Jen Urso, she is kind of the main character, the face of Rogue One, if you will. Yeah. And what did you guys think about her character? Uh, it was kind of hard to follow her storyline yes. at the beginning because, mm-hmm. like, it keep on going back to her childhood or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it'd go to current, and then it'd go back, and then forward. Yeah, there's some flashbacks yeah. to when she was a yeah. kid and things like to, that. That's yeah. the only part I didn't like was when they were going back to the flash. yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. And 
So at the very beginning, we find out that her dad, they need him to help finish the Death Star. Star. And he doesn't want to do that. And his wife doesn't want him to do that either, which is Jin's mother. Yes. But what happens to her? (laughs) (laughs) They take her out, right? Yes. So like, it's like a Disney movie, right? It's like a Disney movie when the mom dies. Yeah. Like in Finding Nemo and Bambi and... (laughs) All those movies where the parents die. Frozen, right? Both the parents die in Frozen. Yeah. It's like a typical Disney movie. But uh, actually, I don't remember that ever happening, but I haven't, oh, seen, it, I haven't seen Frozen yeah. in like three years. Yeah. So. And there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, so <laughs> she she kind of becomes uh, an orphan and uh, this other rebel finds her. He's kind of a friend of her parents. And he's uh, Saw Guerrera, played by Forrest Whitaker. He opens the hatch. My child, come with me. Or whatever he <laughs> yeah, says. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so she's kind of an interesting character. Yeah, it's um, just she's hard to follow at first. Yeah, and then she kind of gets teamed up uh, reluctantly with Cassian Andor. He's a rebel commander. He's and a pilot or something. Well, he's he's more of a rebel uh, commander, and he's also a pilot. But they are basically trying to go find Why her dad. Yeah. But she doesn't know that he's got orders to kill his dad, her dad, yeah. if they find him, because they don't want him to finish the Death Star. Yeah, but then even though it's already finished, and they don't know it. Right. Right. And then, and then, um, but then they find a message with uh, the Sagarera guy. Right, and, and it's he. He planted like a small like seed that like if you found it and hit it, it would like just completely blow it up. Right, and so they don't know about it for years and years and years. Everybody wondered why it yeah. was so easy, like there was such a fatal flaw in the Death Star, and what happened is Gallon Urso actually built that in there because he thought the only way that he could defeat the empire was to pretend like he was helping them and then like just plant something so small but so like but so fatal fatal. yes that if you could hit it it would blow up the whole station so cooper what'd you think about k2so he was probably my favorite character yeah yeah because he was very funny why was he funny? Um. What did they do to him that made him kind of be funny? Well, they he's an imperial droid. Right. For the rebellion. Yes. Because they did what? They reprogrammed him. Right. And when they reprogrammed him, it made him kind of just say whatever. Right. right. Yeah. It wasn't like protocol. He was very appropriate, right? So he would say (laughs) things about people and things like that that were just kind of... Out there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember? I agree. I think he was one of my favorite characters, too. Remember when K2SO talked to Jin and he, he was like, I'll be with you. Cassian said I had to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's this moment when they're about to go on their mission to find to get the plans and save the rebel <laughs> rebels. And they all go off and K2 says to Jim, I've got your back. 
Cassian oh. says I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Something to that effect. But yes, very funny, fun character. Um, and then I think one of my other favorite characters is Churut Imwe, who is a guardian of the wills, which if you know Star Wars lore and legend, the original title of Star Wars Episode Four is the tales of Luke Starkiller as taken from the Journal of the Wills Saga 1 Star Wars. That's a really long title. It got changed to Star Wars, but they mention that um, Chirrut and his companion uh Days, I think, is his companion. No, he's not a companion. He just well, he's his—he's his buddy. They—they kind of—they're both. Um, they mentioned that they are guardians of the wills. Uh, but I thought he was—he was pretty fun. He was a cool character. He was kind of force sensitive, like he wasn't a Jedi. But he but wasn't like—he definitely was in tune with the force. I guess yeah. you would say. When he was like saying like. He, right, he would always go. I am one with the force. The force is with me. He sounded like he was singing. He's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Where's the remix of that? <laughs> I am one with the force. The force is with me. <laughs> 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 anyway, so um, the story of the movie is that they, like we said, uh, Jin's dad is is this uh, working for the Empire, but he's kind of on the inside. He's trying to justify helping them by building a flaw into the uh, the Death Star. And he sends a message through a defecting uh, Imperial pilot to try to find Saw Gerrera because he knew that he was supposed to be watching Jin, but turns out he wasn't. And so they find the message, they take it back to the Rebels, and the Rebels are like, we can't do anything. We're just going to scatter. They, they basically chicken out, right? <laughs> All these people are just like, yeah, yeah. we don't agree with you. We're going anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there's a yeah. ragtag squadron of, of uh, people just kind of get together and say, let's go steal them anyway. <laughs> right. Right? We're and, already halfway there. Let's and just so go finish the job. They take this stolen Imperial shuttle and they go to this base. And it turns out that one of the admirals of the Starfleet, of uh, the Rebel Starfleet, finds out about it and he takes the fleet towards the base too on Scarif. Yes. And then what happens? Um, then they <laughs> and then the everybody dies. Yep. So yes. they do get the plans, but they have to beam them up and they have to uh they beam it up to the flagship of the fleet and they make a copy of it. Yeah. And at the very end, Darth Vader busts into the door. Busts in the door, and the in the meantime, just as that's happening, the Death Star shows up, and they blow up their own base with the Death Star, right? Which then, takes out all of Rogue One, all of the people of that squad, right? And most of them had died in battle before then, in many dramatic yes. ways, right? And then Darth Vader uh-huh. goes aboard the ship, and what's he do? And he just goes like he's just like he goes ape yeah (laughs) he's like crazy he's like force choking people smashing them against the wall smashing against the ceiling 
they, he comes around to them, just slices them in half. Yeah, he goes off. And, and just barely, like the guy yeah. holding the plane, just like shoves it through the through a, a cracked door. Yeah. And she's like, here, take it, take <laughs> it, take it. And so you see him, the guy, take it and run as Vader's chasing him down. And Vader's just, he's mad and he's <laughs> right. messing yeah. everybody up. And, then, and they finally get a, aboard the Tantive Four. Yeah. They go through a hatch trip. and they detach and take off and jump in the hyperspace. Yeah. Right. And Vader's standing there on the dock watching them go away. Yeah. He's mad. Yeah. And that's yeah. how the movie ends. Right. Yep. We see Princess Leia for a brief moment. Yes. And she says, they gave us hope. He's like, He's like, what is this that he brought us? And he's like, they brought us hope. Yes. So that is Rogue One. And you guys, again, right. you guys thought it was awesome? Yep. Yes. We There were some fun parts. Like, there's some really awesome parts. Like, we see... Um, like when Darth Vader was mad. Yes. That was pretty awesome. Darth Vader's mad. Grand Moff Tarkin is pretty awesome. Like, yeah. they computer generated yeah, Peter crazy. Cushing back to life and made him... Yeah. back on the screen which was really really cool and um fun little cameos like the two guys like panda baba and his buddy in the cantina mm-hmm. were on the one city yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. bump into him he's like you just watch yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> so those are pretty cool yep. yeah oh and there were like some stuff from uh, the star wars rebel tv show yeah, you see Chopper yeah. in yeah. one of the scenes, and you see the ghost of their ship in one of the scenes. Yeah. And you also hear um, whatever Hera's last name is, Sindura or something like that. You hear them page General Sindura. Oh, I didn't know over that. When, in their, when they're on Yavin 4. Oh, huh? I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to go see it again. You guys can <laughs> listen for that. What else do you guys think about it? You got anything else you want to say about it? Anything you liked? Mm. Anything you didn't like? Um, not really. I didn't really. really like how they, like, labeled, like, everything. They are just, like... They yeah. Just... Yeah, it was one of the first times in a Star Wars movie they actually told you what the location was. Right. Yeah. Like, they kind of put a little title up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that mostly happened in the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. Then... Because they kind of were cutting, they were introducing characters in different locations, so they kept cutting to different planets yeah, and, and different systems. Typing. But why did, why did they have to? Why did they? I mean, why did they? They label Yavin Four. I mean, once they land there, you can tell because it's in Episode Four. It's true. Right. It's true. I don't know why they had to do that. I knew it was Yavin for when I saw it. Do you have a question for Jeremiah? A topic you'd like to hear him tackle? Just shoot him an email at theologyofgames at gmail.com or tweet at theologyofgames. Anyway, we've gone really, really long because we've been talking about Star Wars. So I think it's time to put a wrap on this. We're going to ask everybody, hey, if you 
agree with us on Rogue One, if you disagree with us, why don't you write in, tweet at us at Theology of Games, email us, all that fun stuff. Wherever you want to get a hold of us, we'd love to hear your thoughts on Rogue One or your thoughts on any of the episodes that we talked about um, previously uh, on That's How I Roll. And we'd love to get your feedback and bring back the feedback loop section. So once again, I'm Jeremiah Isley for my special guests, Xavier and Cooper. Woo! Woo! Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This is uh, the three of us signing off. And hey, thanks for tuning in. That's how we roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.